Hey, thanks for joining us today. This is Stephen. We'll get to the episode in just a few seconds. But first, we wanted to tell you about some exciting giveaways and special course sales we're going to have running all month. February is here, and we want to give you and your partner plenty of opportunities to give one another the gift of connection this month. To do this, we want to show you and your partner a little love by running a giveaway or special sale on our courses every week. So be sure to check out our IG stories, listen here to the podcast, or read our newsletter to hear about each week's special sale. You can subscribe to the newsletter on our website, createyourcouplestory.com, or in our LinkedIn bio on Instagram. If you do subscribe to the newsletter, you'll get a little extra love on our sales with a special code that can only be accessed by newsletter subscribers. So there will be plenty of opportunity for you and your partner to connect this month with some of our amazing course content. Also, at the end of this podcast, we'll be announcing this week's special Yeti giveaway and how you and your partner can be gifted two 20-ounce Yeti tumblers. So keep listening. Hello and welcome. This is Couples Counseling for Parents, a show about couple relationships, how they work, why they don't, and what you can do to fix what's broken. Here are parents, our dad, Dr. Stephen Mitchell, and our mom, Ann Mitchell. Hello, and thanks for joining us today on Couples Counseling for Parents. I'm Dr. Stephen Mitchell. I'm Erin Mitchell. And on today's episode, we want to talk about expectations in your parenting partner relationship and how to discover what your expectations are, how to communicate them, and how to get out of the cycle of conflict that unmet expectations can create. It must be February. It is February. February holds Valentine's Day, which I think is a The month of love. The month of love. And the cynic in me says the month of being disappointed. (laughs) The month of- Say more, say more, cynic. Having a hope, having an expectation, having this day where like, I'm going to be celebrated and enjoyed Mm -hmm. and not being celebrated (laughs) and and enjoyed. Dashed hopes. Dashed hopes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Unmet expectations. Yeah. And so Aaron and I were, were thinking about, okay- expectations what um because because i think that i mean when we talk to couples this is something that comes up quite a bit um the way you thought things were supposed to be or the way you thought your partner might respond to you or the way you hoped you know all these kinds of ideas but there are so many parenting partners so many we talk to where birthdays anniversaries New Year's Valentine's Day, Day, holidays, Valentine's Day, these days where you have a hope for connection Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. you may feel like throughout the year you don't have much of. So you hope so much for something to feel different on this this special day. day. And it it sometimes not only isn't met, it's sometimes even worse. And And so they are often the loneliest days for parenting partners. Yeah. And I think these potentially lonely days are are representative of how expectations in the day-to-day of a parent for parenting partners can create conflict and disconnection. Absolutely. And so, you know, we were, Aaron and I, we, we were thinking about, you know, expectations and, you know, just even how we've experienced that in our relationship. And we, we found ourselves talking about, it was, it was actually, I guess maybe because it was February and right. we, we were noticing that Valentine's Day was coming up. We found ourselves talking about our very first Valentine's Day, when, like before we were even married. Married. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were dating. And 
and this idea of expectations came up. Mm-hmm. I, I might say. Yes. Um, and so, you know, we, we were kind of going back and forth on how we remember this story. I'm going to start with how I remember the story. Erin can uh, jump in as she sees fit. I'm sure I will. Um, so my my recollection is we were dating and um, I remember, you know, Valentine's Day was coming up and I came to Erin. I was like, hey, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up. Like, just wondering. Um what you would like to do, or if you did have any kind of like expectations about what that day would look like. And Aaron's response to me was, oh, I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. That's inaccurate, but continue. That is, that's exactly, you know what? Memory is such a funny thing. Um, she said to me, oh, I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. And I was like, you don't? Like, I was a little taken back, did, didn't know why. And she said, well, that's my mom's birthday. February 14th is my mom's birthday. And so I celebrate my mom's birthday, not Valentine's Day. And so to me, what that meant is that Aaron had no expectations for celebrating Valentine's Day together as a couple Outside of, you know, we would wish her mom happy birthday and, you know, do that kind of stuff. And so that's what I heard. I don't think that what you heard is wrong. I think that your, you. your emphasis <laughs> on, oh, I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. It makes it seem like I have conflict with Valentine's Day. I'm sure I said, that's my mom's birthday growing up. Like Valentine's Day just isn't a thing for me. Mm-hmm. My, we celebrate my mom's birthday. I don't, I don't do Valentine's Day. Okay. All right. Which I see can be seen as the same thing, but it, I feel like your way of saying it is like, do not speak to me of Valentine's <laughs> Day. I don't believe in it. Uh, I've always had a flair for the, dra- for the dramatic, yes. I guess. But yes, I did say. It's my right, birthday. On, I don't do Valentine's on, Day. That's on. the whole what ha- thing. What happened? So what happened? So the day comes, the day goes, and as the day- Yeah, because I, I was like, I think we were both working. Like We didn't even see each other on Valentine's Day. To be fair, I don't remember the entire day. Yeah, I, it's been got, 15 years, but we, yes. we got together later that evening to, to hang out. And yeah. at some point, I did make the comment, you didn't. Okay, go ahead. Th- this is what I remember. You said, you know, today's Valentine's Day. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and you said, you didn't even say happy Valentine's Day. To which I felt a little bit of like shock because I was like, but wait a second. You don't believe in Valentine's Day. <laughs> so you don't believe in Valentine's Day. I was like, you told me you don't do anything on Valentine's Day. What? Like... I, I really was. I was like, what do you what do you mean? Like So this was the expectation. I didn't I meant that. I still mean that <laughs> mostly. Um but what I did mean was I don't need dinner. Mm-hmm. I don't need a gift. Don't need something fancy. Don't, don't need some send big me production. flowers. Yes. Right, right. These are all things she she that were implied. Yes, I did not realize what I meant was and, like, but we can still say happy, but like we're still dating, right? Which I think is a big part of it. In some ways, you didn't even know Absolutely. that you had an expectation that you would want me to say happy Valentine's Day. Correct. Until you didn't. And then we knew. We found out that evening that that was an expectation. Now, this is a really small honestly, it's a silly example mm-hmm. of an unmet expectation. Because these things happen um, with real hurt feelings. 
with yeah. our conversation did turn sideways that night yeah, because it you did. were frustrated. We got, we got an argument about it and I was like, all right, that's so confusing. I, it doesn't make any sense. And your feelings were hurt by it. And I was like, why are you My feelings? feelings were hurt that you dismissed that I could right. even, I could say I don't do Valentine's Day and still think we should be able to right. say it. And so, so we kind of, we started going back and forth on like, well, you didn't meet my expectation. I'm like, well, you didn't, you know, you didn't say that you had that, that expectation. And then you can see how it goes sideways for, for couples, for parenting partners. And so, yes, but there are couples where this is serious. Yeah. 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 There's bigger, there's bigger expectations. There's bigger scenarios. Well, and there's much bigger misses. There are couples we talk to them who, or us five years in a row, like Stephen, all I want for my birthday is for you to make me a cake. Now you're bringing up birthdays. <laughs> We're, let's just, can we just stick to, to the unmet Day. expectations for Valentine's Day? There are couples though where they say like, but I have expressed my expe- sure. expectation and it's still dismissed. I'm still rejected or I'm still right. abandoned on that day. Like all I want is a card mm-hmm. and there's no mm-hmm. card. There's it's there are. And, and again, let's not get just lost on like special days, like Valentine's day and get, and birthdays and things. Again, these, these things highlight, right. They, they a highlight. Pattern. Yes. And, and I think, so if you think about it, so expectations, like how, like how do they work? Like right. just how, in general mm-hmm. in, in, in parenting partner relationships and all relationships. And I think expectations work this way. Everyone has them and it's normal to have expectations. Our expectations are built upon our past experiences, our past stories, our um, beliefs, our values, uh, whatever, whatever that those things might be, the, all of those shape and f- formulate within us what we expect in relationships and in life. And those so are, we got them. Those are good. Yeah, there's nothing wrong not, with them. Mm-hmm, right. Um, so I think, first of all, how they work is you have them. I think a second way that expectations work is oftentimes expectations are, are, are not... Um, Brought to the surface. Well, they're not, they're not in our awareness of. necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of these um, implicit things that, that we, that we kind of deal with, and they're not brought into our awareness until... They're not met. Absolutely. Which is kind of the... the what happened on the Valentine's scenario. Day. Right. I was, I was um, just thinking that. Like, even growing up, it was my mom's birthday, but we still, like, said happy Valentine's right, Day. Right. Got a card. Yeah. Yes. I, yes, I, I understand. <laughs> I, I am well aware of the expectation now. I, I think since that day, I've always at least said happy Valentine's Day. We do our best, right? I've met that expectation uh, with 100% accuracy since that day. Um, I, I don't know if that's actually true. That might not I don't be fair. either. Um, but but again, so you have them, and oftentimes you don't know that you have them until they're unmet. Uh, I think more often than not, they're mm-hmm. unknown until they're unmet. Because yeah. when they're met, you just keep sailing. You everything right. just keeps moving. Right. And and then you know maybe the the last way you know expectations work in in relationship, or at least you would hope that they work, is that. Um, if you know that you have them, that you communicate them. Correct. Communicate them clearly uh, to whoever you know is the important party. Uh, so I think though that that is immediately where they begin to not work. Be- exactly. Yes, because we don't want to communicate them. This is the other thing we have learned, both from our own couple relationship and from so many countless couples mm-hmm. that we have spoken with, talked to, worked with. That we feel embarrassed for having expectations. We feel 
Well, well, it puts you it puts you in a really vulnerable spot because yes, because an expectation. I think another way to talk about expectations are things that you want, desire. or things that you hope for. Yeah, desire. And so, to so first of all, a lot of times we don't even want to know those things within ourselves because those that you know this idea of desire and wanting can become very uncomfortable for some people. Not everyone, but but. To for me or for Aaron or for you and your partner to express, I want or I hope for or I would like, that sets you up for not getting it, and that sets and you everybody up for knowing a, it. Yeah, yeah, for a world of hurt. Um, and so the re, you know, oftentimes we we don't communicate expectations because you know if you don't want anything, then you won't, you know, you won't have any hurt or pain about not getting it. Um, so and, we try not to want. Right. And, and that creates um, a real big void uh, and, and tons of opportunity for conflict. Because even though we don't say that we want something, we still want it. And then when our partner do, isn't, doesn't meet that want, there's still those feelings of resentment and being upset and being angry about it and being hurt. So I think that is exactly right. The next area where the conflict happens. I think what partners do with unmet expectations is one of two things generally is try to bury it and suppress Mm -hmm. it even deeper. Like I'm not going to say I was hoping you'd buy me a card. I'd feel foolish for that because Mm -hmm. you clearly didn't feel like I was important enough to buy a card for. So nope. And we shove. But I use this example over and over, and I probably will forever. That is like a beach ball underwater. We are holding pressure to yeah. keep that kind of hurt um, below the surface. Or that kind of desire below the surface. Um, uh, the, the unmet, yeah, desire leads to hurt. Mm-hmm. And then the opposite, or maybe it isn't exactly the opposite, but the other option I think that often happens is being angry and coming full force with hurt feelings in a um, aggressive. Well, it can feel demanding. It can feel like, you know, you didn't do this. You didn't do that. You don't do this. You never, you always, you're not, you know, the, those kinds of things It can be more external. Right. Um, and, and that, that can just generate all kinds of conflict as well. They, they both can. Um, but, but I think that the suppression and the aggression. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that those are like two options that, that we often do take with our expectations. I, well, you know, the, I'm the probably, how they don't work. Yeah. I'm probably more of the suppression one. You're maybe a little bit more of the, I completely disagree. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh man. Say more. What do you mean? I'm more of the, aggre- I'm more of the aggression one. You're more of the suppression one. I think, and maybe everybody's just a combination of both, depending on how close sure, yeah. to the core it feels. Yeah, but yeah. I think we get more upset about the things that maybe matter less to us uh-huh. and the things that really feel like, oh, so you you don't want me. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you didn't buy me a card for the fourth year in a row when I asked for a card. I couldn't even bring myself to say anything to you. Ah, uh, yeah. So I see. just... I see sort of swallow those tears, yeah, you know, put yeah, on the brave face yeah. for the kids. Cause I bought Valentine's for everybody. So we're yeah. having Valentine's dinner, no matter what. Yeah. Um, that I kind see. of thing. I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know that anybody has it. Yeah. It, it's probably, you know, case specific. There's moments sure. you suppress, there's moments that you, you're a little more overt with it, but nonetheless, like that's how kind of expectations can, can get in between um, you and your, 
you and your partner. And so then the question is like, okay, well, well, what do you do um, with expectations? So if, if we're aware that. You mean how to fix this conflict? Yeah. Yeah. I I think the first thing is, is you've got to be mindful. Like what are your expectations? It is our own job to wonder about these things to the best that we can, because Mm -hmm. again, we don't always know. So, you know, you you won't know all of them. But right. Some sometimes one of the ways you'll learn what your expectations are is when they're when it's unmet. Mm-hmm. And and I think that so part of the learning process is yes, being reflective and thinking yourself about what they are, but also paying attention to when you feel hurt or when you feel angry about something you don't feel that you're getting in your partner in your partner relationship to give you a clue to oh that's an expectation. I think this is one of those moments where people bring up, and this happens all the time, it has to be one of the most common questions or comments we get. Like, I get upset or frustrated about the silliest things. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is an unmet expectation. We feel silly for them because sometimes it's like, I just thought like... I thought when you came home from work, like you would say, hey, how you doing? And maybe like... Kiss me, me on the head when you kiss, kiss everybody on the head. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I feel silly for feeling hurt or upset about that, so I'm not going to say anything. Right. Um. Uh. You know, like, like I, I know, like for me, like one of the things is, is, um, that we've run into sometimes is so whenever we take a trip or do anything, sort of, I like, I, I kind of coordinate all that and get everything ready and get everything loaded up. And, you are the and logistics, yes, right. for sure. And, and you know what, like an expectation I have that I didn't know that I had is I want someone to be like, Hey, thanks for doing that. That took a lot of work and a lot of effort, but I didn't know that that's what I wanted until that's not what happened. And I get upset about it, Mm -hmm. but I kind of do feel silly about saying anything about it. Because what is true there is, do you see me? Do you want me? Yeah. Will, yeah. will you like? Do you notice like wh- how I'm working for you know us and the family and those kinds of things? And this is one of the other hugely important things about what you can do with your expectations. Then you know the how to fix what's broken part of this is having to communicate your expectations to your partner is not reflective of something broken in your relationship or a partner that doesn't love you, and that yeah. is. So that's often. the danger. That's the risk, right? Yes. Like, you, so knowing, knowing the expectation oftentimes comes by that expectation not being met. And then what you do is rather than getting Boy, mad about mad. it, c- kind of creating a conflict, criticizing, blaming, or getting really, it. really silent and stonewalling is you say, Hey, I feel a little silly or, you know what, like I'm noticing or I didn't, you know, I didn't really realize it until right now. Like I, I kind of feel hurt that I spent, you know, like I, I remember the conversation we had about the getting ready. Like I'd woken up, like I woke up an hour early before everybody got everything ready, loaded everything up, got everybody set. We all got you know, in the car, whatever, and, and started to go. And, and the conversation was, and I think I, I didn't do, I, I kind of got upset, but from my getting upset, what, what then came out is like, oh, you know, hey, like I kind of realized like, and I feel silly for saying it, but I just wanted 
some appreciation for what I did. And that's why I got upset about it. And that's really, that's a vulnerable thing to say. Absolutely. It is so much easier though, as the partner to hear that, than don't y'all know what time I woke up or you never appreciate all the hard work I do. Don't worry, everybody. I love loading the car five times and then having right. you say, you forgot this, you forgot uh-huh. that. Um, Which that one might have been what happened. That's, <laughs> that's maybe how it came out. That's how we uh, got to that point. But, but, it, but it's noticing that. It's noticing that. But I think that one of the common things we hear from couples in this conversation is, I want to not have to communicate my expectations. I want my partner to know me, mm-hmm. to love me mm-hmm. enough to meet them. And that is a recipe for disaster. Well, Your partner loves you and wants you. That's why they're with you. And they need to know yeah. what it is you're hoping for, what it is you do desire. Because the other thing, it changes. That's so, true. Yeah. So they may have known. They may have, you know, and that's part of what gets so confusing about parenting partners too. Like we used to have great Valentine's Day and then we became parents and now they only make Valentine's for our kids. Like I, I still wanted one, but I feel silly to ask for that now. Or I mean, again, we're talking about Valentine's, which just because that's the the month we're the, in, the month we're in, but, but it's about much, other, much more like, profound. I mean, that, that's important to you. It, yeah, profa- it is important. Profound things like, you know, I, I thought, or I expected that you would be one of those partners who was really involved and who would want to know about our kids' school and who would, you know, want to, um, you know, meet, meet the teachers or, you know, whatever, like those kinds of things. Um, I thought you would be the partner who would wake up with me when, um, you know, our, our baby wakes up at night, uh, to nurse and just kind of sit with me and spend some time with me or like, rub my feet when I was pregnant. And instead yeah. you've detached and I feel so vulnerable, yeah, too yeah. vulnerable or I to risk you, saying that. I thought you'd be the partner who would be a cheerleader for me, you know, at work. And like when I'm, you know, working really hard and trying to achieve, you know, certain goals at work that you would, you know, you would be the one who would notice that and, and say something about it. Um, but you know, you don't, you don't say anything, um, you know, like things, things that are, that are really important. Right. Um, and so I, I think that, Again, that idea is expectations are present for every partner. Oftentimes, we, we don't know what the ex- those expectations are until they're unmet. And it's at that moment when the expectations are unmet that we have to take that vulnerable step of saying, hey, I'm realizing I had an expectation that I didn't, that I didn't know I had, and can I tell you about it? And then it's also recognizing like you have to do that process over and over again because your expectations do change as your relationship changes. Well, then as the partner who's hearing that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you yeah. have to hear that. Yeah. And you, you can't get defensive. It's really hard not to. Like, well, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, Well, you true. didn't say anything. You know, that's on you. Right. Um Yes. And, and, and we, ha- we have to hear that. We have to be able yeah. to try to hear through what our partner is saying, because it doesn't always come out like we yeah, want. It does, but what you have to hear is that your partner is trying to be vulnerable and they're trying to express a desire. What they're trying to express too, even one step deeper, I think, is a desire for you. Yeah. 
and a hope that you would have desired them to. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that is almost, I think almost always what is being missed is I was hoping you'd express you wanted me right. and I don't feel like you are. And, yeah. and it makes me feel like maybe you don't. Is that what's happening here? Yeah. And, and I do think that many times partners feel like if my partner loved me, I, would, I wouldn't have to say anything. Absolutely. And, and I think the reality is, is, is in relationship, the way that we know how to love one another and what one another wants and desires is you talk about it. And, and you talk about it as it changes. Because right. as parents, it is changing all the time. We are, yeah. Our kids are in new ages and new stages. And what, what felt like connection and pursuit with newborns is really different with toddlers, is really different with middle schoolers, and so on and so on. Yeah. And, and, and you change uh, Absolutely. as a person. And, and what, what once felt like connection for you might be different. Yes. And what felt like connection for your partner might be different too. That's okay. Well, it's normal. Yeah. I, I mean, I, th- I think that that is connected to the ages and stages of your kids. I think so much of like postpartum connection is help. Like, yeah. See yeah. how hard I'm working. Like yeah. touch my body, rub my shoulders, yeah. rub my feet, you know, like be like a physical strength because I don't have any. I think that's a mutual. Yeah. Very common need. And that's not the same when your kids are a little bit older. That's true. That's true. It's, it's, it's very, it's very different. The support is more like what you talked about. Like you're not going to talk to the teachers too. Oh, like I do this. Oh, I'm in charge of, okay. Or I think, I think honestly, I think this is across all ages, but, but maybe in the, in that stage too, is this idea of like, Hey, I see that you're working really hard for us as a family and, and, and look at how we've grown and look at where we are. And I, I really appreciate that. And like, like that kind of communication of like, Hey, we're both working hard, aren't we? to do something special together. And one of those moments too, and I think this maybe is just across the board, no matter what age or stage you happen to be in as a family, is you're working really hard for our family. I still want you to see me. Yeah. I I feel silly. Like, of course I want you to be a great parent. Of course I want you to like come in and be like excited and effusive with our kids. I also want that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that that's such a hard thing to communicate. And yet at the same time, I, you know, unmet expectations can be one of two things. It can be an opportunity for you and your partner to grow further and further apart, to stuff stuff or to come at each other aggressively and just have a, a, a cycle of conflict and disappointment um, over and over and over again. Or unmet expectations can just be an indication to you and your partner that you know what you have an opportunity to be vulnerable to express desire and to connect that is the opportunity that expectations and unmet expectations can offer you and your partner do you and your partner want to be gifted two 20 ounce yeti tumblers This week, the first five couples to purchase our Create Your Couple Story course will be sent two Couples Counseling for Parents Yeti tumblers. You can find the course on our website, createyourcouplestory.com, or go to our store page in our LinkedIn bio on Instagram, at Couples Counseling for Parents. That's createyourcouplestory.com or at couples.counseling.for.parents. Today's show was produced by Stephen and Aaron Mitchell. If you're enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe to the show and leave a rating. 
This will help others find our content more readily. And as always, we're grateful for you listening. Thanks so much for being with us here today on Couples Counseling for Parents. And remember, working on a healthy couple relationship is good parenting.